Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary, it's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is indeed himself on this Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. At least for you, it's Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. For me, it's uh, Wednesday, I guess, February 7th. I've, I lost a day. I don't understand it, but we base this podcast on uh, Eastern Standard Time. So it is Tuesday, February 6th, 2024, and probably... The last time I record this in the middle of the night, because I don't think it matters. It'll be a podcast for whenever I say it is, because I am the podcaster, you're the podcastees, and this is the official mascot of this Tuesday for you, Wednesday for me. Ah, leave it alone. It's the whole international dateline debacle. We're also six hours behind, and I don't know. Anyway, the email address for the podcast is thedrakepodcast at gmail.com. As always, thanks for the links, the stories, Lenny and Barbara and everybody. For uh, number one stringer, they just, oh, Ed, and it's fantastic. It is fantastic. We are at sea, but not for long. Well, yeah, we are. Yeah, we're at sea. (laughs) On our way to uh, Suva, Fiji. Uh, We were yesterday in another part of Samoa, not American Samoa, Somebody else's Samoa. We were at the capital called Apia. I did get off the ship shortly with the wife. She had to buy, she had to buy a caftan for an activity, a Mrs. Roper party um, that a guest suggested. Do you know who she is? No, neither did I. From Three's Company, everyone is going to dress up like an annoying lady wearing a caftan with wigs, and they're going to be, well, they're just going to be themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much just gonna happen. They're gonna be themselves with a captain that they purchased for I think thirty dollars. It cost cost us in a Samoa, but not American Samoa. That is confusing. There's a whole bunch of Samoa, then there's some more Samoa, and we were in the other part of the other Samoa. Uh, we were in American Samoa, and then it was was American. It felt American to me. They took U.S. dollars. I don't know. Move on. And welcome to the podcast. If you're a first-time listener, I have been pimping the podcast quite regularly, and I will continue to do that. We're building. Oh, we're oh, we're building. I can't tell you. We're building. We're getting as big as Mrs. Roper's caftan. I guess I'm gonna have to watch a clip of Three's Company. That's the show. Three's Company. Remember John Ritter? We lost him. I think they're all they're all gone. Uh, we're celebrating a show where everybody's gone, and women are gonna dress up in a large caftan and be somewhat annoying. How about prayers? Prayers for our military. We say it every day. Every day, think and pray for everyone involved in these fakakta conflicts. I know that's a bad word. Uh, You know, you've got uh, Ukraine and Russia still happening. You've got uh, the Israelis trying to clean up that mess uh, that that the Hamas has caused. And then we have the Houthis 
uh, no fl- blowfish, and the Yemenites and the Hezbollahs and the Balayahs, and you, nobody's getting along with anybody, and we got our women dressed up, never mind. Uh, yesterday, Yemen's UN-recognized government warned everyone that it's possible now that the Houthis, no blowfish rebels, instead of bombing commercial uh, ships, uh, they have no business bombing it. It's one thing to shoot at the U.S. and U.K., Danish, German naval ships, I guess. It's not nice, but, but you know, these poor guys are trying to make a living in freighters and tankers and that's Now they're going to switch gears according to the, the, uh, what, uh, the, what, what was the person's name? I don't know, they, the, the Yemen UN-recognized government and um, Momar al-Urani, uh, he's the Minister of Information, Culture, and Tourism, of which there's so much of that in the Gulf of Aden. Thank you. Let's move on. We don't do that kind of stuff. We are a very loving and caring podcast. He said it's very possible. Now they're going to cut the telephone lines or the cable lines that are on how. I mean, these people have little little boats, little, you know, they don't have all that kind of diving equipment, do they? You have to go down, way down. This isn't like a short excursion on Royal Caribbean. Be careful. That thing's going to fall over. Well, it could be. Um, but anyway, that's what they're saying. They're saying it's entirely possible that they'll cut the uh, this, the information lines. Instead of getting your new Ralph Lauren shirt on time, you won't be able to email people to find out where it's been because they're going to cut the cables. I don't know. What's the answer to this? What is the answer? I'm asking you, people. What is the answer? Wash your hands. Wash them off and wash your bottle. Please don't lie. Please don't lie when you get on a ship and they ask you if you're sick. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Follow-up. This is kind of a follow-up. I have been talking for months about the success. Success. I got it. It's very early the last time. I will be so wide awake from now on. Christine Duffy runs Carnival Cruise Line and runs it very well. And they trust her with... All kinds of responsibility, including half of the Costa line, actually three of the Costa ships. And uh, they announced that the Carnival Luminosa, which was at a time, one time Costa, will be doing Trans-Pacific Carnival Journeys in 2025. Right now it's down in Australia and it's coming up to go to Alaska. It's coming down. And I've said this before and I might just say it again because it's my podcast. That is not what Carnival was about for many years. It was a home port, U.S. base party cruise line, 14 different home ports. Now the Carnival ships are all over the world because they trust the management team under Christine Duffy to deliver different kinds of products because the Carnival, the, the uh, Costa by Carnival, that's the Italian Two Italian ships, uh, it's going to have Tarantella and uh, people yelling, and that's just the officers. Uh, that's a different product than the Caribbean-based Carnival ships. And now the Carnival Luminosa, I'll get it right, is in Australia, and that's a different market altogether. That's kangaroos and alcohol, and a lot of alcohol, and a few Aussies, they get so drunk, they bounce around like kangaroos. They're covering all kinds of destinations all over the world. Why do I tell you that? Because I'm impressed, and it's very seldom that the guru is ever impressed, uh, even at this time of the morning. Happy birthday if today's your birthday. This was a difficult decision. I had some choices. Last couple of days I had uh, ugats. I'm using multiple, multiple <laughs> slang words that are not really uh, nice. Uh, Bob Marley was born today. 
I thought about Bob. You know, who doesn't like Bob? Um, Axel Rose, Guns N' Roses, couldn't go with him. Nah, too much for us. Rick Astley, uh, that English guy, uh, two, three big hits. But this one, daughter of, of daughter of royalty, really, in our music business. And I just like this tune. It just has this, ah, uh, get up and throw off your bathrobe and let it rip. Don't you hear it? Don't you feel it? Tell me, baby. This will be an everlasting love. This will be the one I've I know. For. Weirdest podcast you've ever listened to. You do this at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm so glad uh-huh. you found me in time. And I'm so glad that you my- We lost her too young, age of 65. The great Natalie Cole. Daughter, of course, of Nat King Cole. That's a song called This Will Be, and I defy you not to feel better when it starts. It's just got some big-time hooks. And boy, oh, boy, I thought, you know, I can't even say I thought I'd wake up. (laughs) I really haven't. Uh, Wake up and not have to do this. But the head of Emirates Airlines has warned that Boeing is in the last Chance Saloon. <laughs> That's what Tim Clark, excuse me, Sir Tim Clark, he's the president or the head of Emirates. That's what he that's what he said when he was talking about Boeing. He said, That's it. They're at the end of my rope. They're at, come on, we can all get a cliche in here. The last chance saloon as he prepares to send his own engineers United. <laughs> It's Emirates Airlines. There'll be an Arab invasion in Seattle and South Carolina. They're sending them. Yeah, like there's anybody in the royal family that knows the first friggin' thing about a plane. Uh, They're actually probably all U.S.-based engineers. They work for Emirates, and they'll all be going to uh, uh, Seattle and South Carolina to audit, to look at everything they do. Bend over. Uh, Not getting a break. He said about Boeing, he said they have to instill a safety culture which is second uh, to none. That's what we all thought they had. Little, and he really got all over this this uh, outsourcing. Uh, you know, they were building the 787 in South Carolina, and they're building the fuselages in Kansas for other planes, for the Maxes, and it's a mess. And it's in his in his mind, they're in the last chance saloon. And I did look for a sound effect, you know, of like two. Western fighters staring down each other, and uh, I didn't find one. But in my mind, I can hear it right now. I can hear two guys going, you know, boom, boom, that kind of thing. Boeing's got problems, and it's not going to be easy to get back that credibility and that respect, but I'll leave it to them. All right, here we go. Here we go. Make sense of this. Baltimore is very safe inside the port. (laughs) <laughs> what does that mean? Baltimore is very safe inside the port. It means that the Helen Delich, Helen Delich Bentley Port of Baltimore has again been recognized as a leader in port security, according to a press release. For the 15th year in a row, it has achieved a top security assessment from the U.S. Coast Guard. This acknowledgement covers the six state-owned public maritime mental, uh, the places they manage. And what's the message here? If you live in Baltimore, live inside the port. One of the reasons I think they're such a recognized leader is that they have to have that. Uh, according to what I'm reading here, oh, the 
practices, practices. We talking practice? They have installed high mass lighting, fencing, stronger gate and fence line conditions, additional signage, an enhanced cybersecurity program, access control initiatives, and a closed circuit television network. It's all contributed to their robust security program because they're in Baltimore. <laughs> hey, you can't help but look at it that way. Man, I mean, if this port was, well, I guess it's not good anywhere. I don't know if Miami has such a robust security program, but their answer would be, we don't need it. <laughs> we don't need to build Fort Knox in the middle of the port to Baltimore. We're okay. We got it covered. We haven't lost any containers. But congratulations to the Port of Baltimore. Perhaps they could sit down with the public safety commissioner and other people in the city of Baltimore and help them out. It's a big world out there, something for everybody. It's a big world out there, something for everybody. After a successful 22-23 season, Norwegian Cruise Line marked its return to Southern Africa for its second and longest season with the arrival of the Norwegian Dawn in Mauritius. Now, what's this about? Why do I bother? What am I talking about? Well, this is life. Well, not life. It, it, this, the Dawn, I think, is 15 years old. It is uh, 2,000, 2,300 people. One of the older builds. Been refurbished. Frank Rio before he left. He went on a spending spree. Everything updated. And this is the market for those size ships. Uh, it's a different demographic. You know, NCL, Royal Caribbean, MSC, uh, even Princess to a point, they're all fighting for that younger demographic. By the way, younger would be under 50. They're all fighting for that in the Caribbean. But around the world, it's a different demographic. They're longer cruises. Uh, they're, they're, they, they require more time off. They require more money. And they require, well, older people that have a few bucks, but they don't want to go on... I'm not knocking Oceana. Uh, I'm on brand. But they chose that to have maybe a little bit less quality food, to have a larger ship and more bells and whistles. But they don't want 6,000 guests. They don't even want 3,800 guests. They want a couple thousand, 2,400. Uh, I don't know how many elevators on the ship. I'm guessing there's two. Maybe there's three. But they don't want elevator banks of 14 in order to get up and down on the ship. They want less. And that's a big market. The Norwegian Dawn's new Africa season offers 12-day open jaw. <laughs> now, ordinarily, I would say that's when you see the price. But this is a reasonably priced cruise line. And they're departing from uh, Mauritius in Cape Town. And so you have to fly in again out of Cape Town. You fly into Cape Town. You do your safari. You get on your ship for 12 days and you come home a combo kind of a package, but at a different price point, all right? You're not going to be on Crystal doing A&K tours, you know, that requires you to sell one of your properties. No. Uh, also, during a 21-day sailing along Africa's west coast, the ship will visit Luanda, Angola, Satomi, Satomi, Principe, Abidjan, Ivory Coast, Banjul, Gambia, and Dakar. And I would have to say, Why? You know what? To each their own. If that's what you want to visit, uh, go ahead. I've been there. I've been there and, uh, yeah, I've been there. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anyway, there is a market for that. That is it's information and commentary, right? It's early in the morning. Uh, let's play dress up. Huh? Excuse me? Nah, it's not California. Let's pray dress up. What's that story about? Azamara Cruises has introduced new wellness at sea voyages. Azamara Cruises introduced new wellness at sea voyages. Excuse me while I yawn. <laughs> it, another, look, Azamara is a very fine product. I hear nothing but positive feedback about Azamara. I really do. I've said it before. It's that food thing. That's that food thing. Oceana beats them with food. They beat everybody with food. That's what I hear. This is not me. I'm not Azamar. We have guests flipping, flopping, back and forth, hipping, hopping, and uh, uh, Oceana does food better, period. But now Azamar, they got four ships to fill too, and they're trying to fill them, so they're introducing cruises with a full wellness approach, including onboard fitness, Active shore excursions, that's where you run you run through the streets of whatever you're visiting. Spa treatments and nutritious dining options designed to enrich minds, guests' minds, bodies, and souls. Now, I am not shilling for this company, but we do that. Oceana does that every day of the week. All right? Every menu has all of the calories, the carbohydrates, all the damage that you're going to do. But it's all to the side and kind of hidden. But we do have a complete Aquamar uh, menu every night. Health conscious, but it's not something they peddle. It's not a. It's just something that happens every day. We have a a, 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 phys, a phys ed instructor, or whatever. Whatever. Uh, ironically, his name is Momar. No, Mohammed. <laughs> uh, everybody has a different view of optics in our business. Anyway, Mohammed will get you all worked up. But as is somebody in the office, and you know we need to promote. We need to promote this. And somebody should have said, guys, every. Luxury upper premium cruise line, they have this. There's no reason, no reason to promote it. It's like a yawn. And I'll, I will, um, I will hearken to what my friend Len said. He does not. I think it was Len. Doesn't go on a cruise to to, to feel better. He goes on a cruise to eat. People don't. You know, people that come on Oceana lose twelve pounds and eat V. You know, no. You come on here to let it rip. The souffle here. Oh my God! No, I don't have it. But my wife loves that souffle. Every night there's a different souffle. Suddenly I'm Bill Clinton with the souffle. So anyway, if you're into that and you really want to have your hand held while you lose some weight, there's a nine-night Croatia, nine-night Croatia intensive voyage. It offers hiking the dramatic landscapes of a national park in Zadar. Knock yourself out. There's also the 12-night Canada New England voyage. If they want to do a wellness, they should do one of the British Isles where you don't eat on board. You're forced to eat English food every day. <laughs> How much weight could you lose with that? Sorry. Azamara's commitment to wellness extends to its culinary offerings with a diverse menu that includes destination-inspired options as well as vegan and gluten-free choices and the ability to read correctly in the middle of the night. Bottom line is... Boys, girls at SMR, been there, done that. Crystal and the Great White Way. That would be Crystal Cruises, by the way, and the the guru will be on there March 1st through the 9th on the Crystal 
world cruise on Serenity. Thank you. Thank you very much. I am a much sought-after comedian in my own mind. Anyway, Crystal is resuming his steam cruises, film, theater, golf, and Broadway. And I, I got to be honest, you know, I just miss Bruce McGill. Now, go ahead and Google that. When you see his face, you go, oh, man, another guy. He's been in every TV drama that's ever been filmed. Very, very famous television actor and movies, big-time movies. I just missed him. He was on the week before me. Now, I did get to meet, I can't say I hung out with him, Craig Stadler, who won the Masters, uh, the Walrus, and uh, they have a golf cruise coming up with David Ledbetter. Now, only golfers, amateur golfers out there will understand or recognize that name. This guy's one of the gurus of golf. I mean, his class, I mean, he's taught some of the great golfs, Greg, uh, Nick Faldo, Greg Norman, actually some of the jerks, Ernie Els, uh, big time guy. He's going to be on there. Uh, he's going to be on there. They have uh, Broadway people on, and they have Bruce on again. And now they now on the cruise, March 1st to the 9th on the Crystal Serenity, they have a very famous uh, uh, podcaster, uh, the Guru of the Seas. You're familiar with him. He's going to be on there. And I'll be handing out my card there. Check out my podcast, baby. I'm not Bruce McGill, but I can Guru you the Seas if you ever want. So if you're into that, and you know this is a small world in the business, the vice president of entertainment at Crystal is Keith Cox. And Keith Cox was the vice president of entertainment a long, long time ago when uh, Dottie and I were with Nuisa Cruise Line. And a uh, real good guy. I don't know if he remembers me or if he's trying to forget me, but I do know him back in the day. Back in the day. People manage to survive in this business. Uh, they're all very good in the interviews. Uh, speaking of very good in the interviews, I better look at the clock. Oh, we're only at 20 minutes. Is it dragging? Pick it up, Tom. Pick it up. Pick it up. What the hell were you thinking? Yeah, it is kind of early to do this. Wrong country to try that, pal. Wrong country to try that, pal. You're an idiot! A man was arrested after jumping off MSC Cruises, MSC Bellissima, uh, while the ship was visiting Noah, Noha, Noha, Japan on Thursday. The ship was docked at the time as part of a short Asian itinerary with visits to Japan and China. Well, he was better off jumping in, in Japan than he was China. But this knucklehead, he, you know, he, he jumped over the side while it was in port, and he swam ashore. And, of course, someone saw him jump, so they called, you know, man overboard, and they found him. He was on the key. This was at Wakaka Wharf. I just, the only reason I'm doing this story is so I can say Wakaka Wharf. He was immediately uh, arrested. Uh, the ship immediately activated their emergency procedures, contacted local authorities to initiate search and rescue. Well, he just jumped, he jumped over the side and port. <laughs> How far could he go? Um, anyway, they found him on the key. He was arrested on suspicion of illegally landing the country. His argument? He didn't know you couldn't do that. He didn't know. Wait a minute. There is a gangway. You go down the gangway and, you know, you have a room key. And Now, no, no, this is, by the way, from the, from the rat blog cruise hive they don't say whether he was a passenger i should say guest whether he's a crew member uh, but you don't you don't try to sneak into japan or china i mean you have a better shot in the united states uh, i'm sure they're not that forgiving in japan i've mentioned it before only two percent of the country is non-japanese you go over there you go to japan you might you feel like you're in uh, like an epcot pavilion everybody is japanese so you would I mean, there are some, but I didn't see many. I bet I can't count. Other than 
tourist, I can't count on two hands anybody I've met or seen a Japanese in a store or restaurant who was not Japanese. So it would have been hard to stay there anyway, according to this article, which is actually was in the Okinawa News Web. He was a Turkish national. And he was, we, first they thought he fell off the cruise ship, and then when they looked at the video, they, they realized he was a dive instructor uh, from Turkey. Wow. Didn't work out. He got arrested. Uh, ship probably left without him. And, you know, he's in Japan. Let's see what happens. Count your pennies and pinch them when you can. My friend Barbara sent me this story. And you know what? I'm not good with numbers. But it's all about how a cruise line makes money, how and where the money comes from. And it's in a on a website called Cruisely, C-R-U-Z-E-L-Y. You can dig it up and look at it. But they talk about it. And I've talked about it in the past. Every cruise line operates different. For years here at Oceana, for the most part, they got their money up front. We do not have photographers. We do not have art auction. Um, we, you know, there is a push onboard revenue now for beverage packages. That's a big thing. Soda packages, not here. Soda's included here. But they talk about that, how they make money. Uh, art auctions, spa specials, we slot tournaments. We don't have slot tournaments. We have Texas Hold'em tournaments, and they, they don't really make money. It's an activity. And they have to really search for, for enough people to play, eight people to play Texas Hold'em. But uh, somebody with a lot of time on their hands decided to go through uh, the financial records of Royal Caribbean and NCL. They're publicly traded, so they have to explain where they got the money from. And according to this article, Royal Caribbean in 2023 carried 7.65 million passengers on its ships around the globe. And that generated $13.9 billion. Not almost $14 billion. See, $13.9 is very close to $14. Hey, I'm on top of this. Here's what I believe. I don't care what you So what happens is uh, they broke down how much they spent total on Royal Caribbean. And it varies, obviously, if you're in a lower deck, upper deck, if you're an alcoholic or a gambler. But the average passenger spent $1,818, complete soup to nuts, top to bottom. That's the fare and the onboard revenue. And they broke down how the onboard revenue worked out, and it averaged $567 per passenger. That would be their alcohol, uh, their shore excursions, their spa treatments, and, of course, I don't have the Oceana numbers or the region numbers ahead of me, but they're substantially higher. But then you go into the stuff that's very, very difficult for the guru. Now you go into the food cost. Food costs on region, Oceana, luxury lines, much, much, much higher. Quality of the food, much higher. Also, on a, on a ship like Royal Caribbean, where there are X amount of free restaurants, there are also XXX amount of restaurants you pay for. And those restaurants are also a revenue. And that money goes towards food costs. So one of the numbers that was put up there that they spent of all this, uh, um, tell me, $14 billion that uh, they collected from you, they spent on Royal Caribbean 5.6% on the food they feed you. Have I not been saying that? That's all you need to know to break down the numbers. Now, I don't happen to have... Uh, luxury line numbers in front of you. But I can tell you, it would be double. 
it would be double than labor costs. Whatever percentage that is, it would be much higher on luxury lines because they have a lot more staff, a lot more people in the kitchen, and you pay more. But as a just a benchmark uh, on Royal Caribbean, the lowest amount of money of your ticket is spent on food. The highest amount is spent on shoreside people, <laughs> commissions to travel agents. A lot of the money, like 25% of that dollar, goes to areas that don't even uh, uh, include the ship. So it's a crazy business. We have a guest on board, very successful businessman, sold this company. He's talking to me. He's looking into this whole cruise business. I said, look the other way. It is so difficult to make money. Now you couple in the interest factor because they all had to go in hock, except for Limcock Fay. They all had to go into hock to stay alive, and they're still paying for that hock. And it's called hock because if you don't have the payment, the bankers go, they're hocking you. Where's the money? Where's the money? So it's a hard business to make any money at. But interesting, 5.6% of the dollar goes to food. Now, Royal Caribbean, I would imagine if they broke it down, entertainment was probably 8%. Because over there, you go to be entertained and try to eat. I don't think I made 30. Uh, That sense of fulfillment, that warm feeling all over. I can stretch this sucker out to 30 minutes. I'll feel uh, validated. Then I'm going to go to sleep, and I'll feel refreshed when I wake up. Have a happy Tuesday, February 6th. I will enjoy, I think it, uh, February 7th. Bizarre. Why do they do that? I don't, I don't have time to look. I'm sure engineers are listening. They could explain to me this whole international dateline. I looked for it. Crossed it at 2.30 in the morning. I was up on the deck 10. What the hell is it? I don't see a line. But it doesn't change everything. It doesn't change everything, huh? I want to thank everybody, as always, for the likes, the shares, for the messages. And as always, mea culpa, mea culpa. I'm behind. I'm behind answering messages. I'm behind on stories. I'm just behind. I'm one big giant behind. That's what I am. My wife said anyway. On our way to Suva, Fiji, what am I going to do? I'm going to find an ATM and I'm going to get some Fiji dollars. Because when I return to Fiji on February 13th, I want a pocket full of money. Their exchange rate is not good for the Fiji people. It is very good for Americans. That is a very inexpensive vacation. It's just a long way to go. But I'm down here anyway. But, but I still have to fly three and a half hours from, from uh, Sydney to uh, Fiji. But a week on the beach. And every time I buy something, I realize I got a good deal. But I wouldn't fly there from Orlando normally. I would just go to Park Island and pay too much. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.